Welcome to Inside Dance, a podcast that celebrates the Bates Dance Festival artists and teachers. I'm your host, Lindsay LaPointe. This is part two featuring the musician's concert from the 2019 Bates Dance Festival. We will return back to the Gendron Franco Center to hear the remaining music pieces that were presented. Yes, hi, my name is Carl Landa, and I've been a musician here at the Bates Dance Festival for many years. So every year we're obligated and um, fortunate to present a musician's concert. And every year I challenge myself and try to come un totally unprepared and see how I'm feeling at that point in the festival and seeing what comes out. So this year, being here for um, three weeks during the Young Dancers Festival, once again, I was, I don't know, horrified or just astounded at the number of people that just stand in your way staring at their cell phone, completely oblivious to the world and people around them. So I thought, knowing the other musicians were going to be mostly serious, I thought I would have a little fun with um, people looking at their cell phone and how it relates to the world in a very in a subtle kind of way. Um, I've always wanted to collaborate with Anna Lynn, who teaches theater for the young the youth arts program. So I thought this was the perfect instance. So I kept listening to the youngsters talk and get code words for the internet they use, things like Facebook and Instagram and you know all that um, jargon from that. So I muddled it all up, mixed it all up, and came up with sentences that were nonsensical but were um, grounded in internet speak, let's say. So I, I figured I would start off the piece by playing this very pretty melody by myself on the piano with a low drone, and then I would have Anna Lynn come out on the stage staring at her cell phone. Um, I'm curious how the audience reacted to that, and then I just stopped in the middle of what I was playing and said, can I help you? And then I had the group on, the ensemble on stage go, can I help you? And then Anna Lynn turned and said some internet speak that made no sense and the piece proceeded on to there. And then at the end, I decided to get just a little, I don't know if you call it political jive, but just there are a lot of people sensitive here to the uh, state of affair in our governments, and I wanted to do it in a funny way, not to offend anybody, but I do enjoy offending people, I have to admit. And the piece came out, and I hope people enjoyed it.
a face tweet on your tweet face. said the message wasn't meant for them.
Hello? This is the White House operator. I have a collect call from the real Donald J. Frump. Will you accept the charges? Hell no. This is Rob Flags, podcasting live from the dungeons of Bates Dance Festival. JK. Oh, so you want to hear about my piece, huh? You want to hear about the things that I did for this show? Well, here's the skinny. Uh, The name of the song is Ex Tenebris Lux, which is Latin for Out of Darkness Light. And this is a phrase that I borrowed from Linda Alila who is my partner. I've been dating her for seven years now, and uh, she's a delightful human being. Uh, She made a painting by that title. First as a... She has a couple in the series, and I'm trying to remember all of the backstory behind them. But they are all... I think the very first one was tied to a place of sort of depression and darkness and sadness, and uh, then the second one was made right after Michael Brown was killed. Um, and the, the sentiment behind these paintings that she made was that even in moments of darkness and despair, there's some sort of silver lining. And, um, you know, for example, after Michael Brown was killed, all of a sudden the entire country got way more aware about police brutality and racial injustice in this country and in general, that's a phrase that she's sort of honed in on as a mantra, um, something that whenever you're, whenever you're feeling darkness, to remember that there is a silver lining and that out of darkness, light always comes and day always follows night. So no matter what it might be, there's going to be something that could, uh, that could lift you up. And so um, that was a phrase that I, I asked her. I said, hey, do you mind if I write a song by the same title and she said sure and then you know was very happy with how it turned out um the initial loop that i recorded and and a lot of my compositions now are written for looper pedal i did this in 2016 i did a piece here that was using a looper pedal and it was a smash hit and uh since then i've i've quit my teaching job and have gone on the road touring a lot solo with a looper pedal so Pretty much every year since I've been using a looper pedal in hopes of creating something that then I can take on the road with me. This is one of the things I love about the Bates Dance Festival is it's a place to make new work and to have an incubator for new ideas and things that aren't quite finished. Um, this one, every single bit of it was written here. The uh, the initial loop, the... That was a little thing that I was noodling around on on a mandolin sitting in the front uh, living room of Moody House the first week of the festival, just just messing around and, oh, that's a cool chord progression. Let me record that. And then as I got to thinking about the concert more and more, I thought, you know, I think I could really develop that. That plus the concept of Out of Darkness Light was enough to go, okay, this is definitely a song and I can I can finish this. Um Another thing that's sort of a technologically interesting bit is I have this fancy new pedal, the Zoya from Empress Effects out of Canada, and it's like an everything box. It's sort of 
very customizable. You can make it do anything you want. And I just got my hands on this, and I don't know all of the things it can do yet, um, but I put together a big new fancy pedal board to use it along with some other swanky effects and spent the first week and a half of this festival just building that board and getting the cables right and, oh, why isn't this working? And, oh, the connectivity's wrong. And finally got it up and running, found a patch on it, a sound that was really inspiring, this sort of floating, ethereal, glitchy thing. Um, and that coupled with the uh, the chord progression and the, it just it just all the pieces came together and um, in a short uh, deadline fueled frenzy I I got it all done I spent a lot of time at the Androscoggin River I will take the weekend and just ride my bicycle down to the river and there's a little rock that I like to sit on and I just spent probably five or six hours there you know drinking coffee and writing and occasionally checking my email because it's still 2019 and I still am distractible. Um, and then coming back and hanging out with everybody and then slipping away to then go walk around the, the pond behind Olin and, you know, something about this space. I, I uh, The river and the pond and, and general bodies of water tend to be good places to, to write new stuff. So that all worked and uh, I think it turned out pretty good. Dreams all turn to rotting gold. 
This podcast was produced by the Bass Dance Festival out of Bates College in Lewiston, Maine. Editing was done by myself, Lindsay LaPointe. For more information about the Bates Dance Festival, visit BatesDanceFestival.org.